the last week of our positional ranking series. We're ranking all 32 safety rooms in the National Football League. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a fantastic start to their week, a fantastic start to their Monday. We are back with what is the final week for our positional ranking series here on the TDN Daily Podcast. It has been a very, very fun series for us to put together here on the show, a very fun series uh, for you guys. It seems like you guys have really enjoyed it. And so it's bittersweet that this is more than likely going to be the final week here as we've got safeties, we've got coaches to do. We'll have our final wrap-up show later in the week. So just the final week for this series, just wanted to briefly mention here at the top how much fun I've been having uh, with this and how much fun it feels like you guys are having uh, with this. And we've got a couple more shows here uh, for this series before we we call it quits for good. But this has been a lot of fun. Safeties up here today for us, 1 through 32, ranking all 32 safety rooms uh, in the National Football League. And some surprise teams find their way towards the top of the list. Some surprise teams find their way in the bottom of the list. And I think, as always, as it comes to uh, expect we have a uh, we're going to have the fun in the middle tier uh, 10 through probably 22 25 is where we normally sidebar and have the most debates here uh, on the show and so that's probably what we will do here today as well so if you guys are ready I'm ready to go here and I think we'll start with the top 10 we'll have any debates that we need to have there in the top 10 we'll try to lock in as many of those teams in the top 10 as we can and then we can move from there and so when doing this I Wanted to prioritize having a real true top and safety option because I think there are very few in the National Football League, but also the depth mattered in some ways here. And so what I think you're going to see is there's going to be a tier that breaks out here. It's outside of the top 10, but you will see that there's a theme that runs through some teams of that they have one guy that I think we all really like, but the group behind that one guy is um, not enough to be able to push that group further up and the player in question might have um, some question marks behind them. That top option might have some question marks behind that player that forces them to not be uh, in the top 10. And I'm already going to make waves with what I have here at the top because I do not have the Buffalo Bills as my number one safety room. So I already, I see Sean Black's already in the chat. He's ready to be upset with me. I have the New Orleans Saints at number one with Marcus May and Tyron Matthew and Abram. That's the group that I have number one. I do have the Buffalo Bills at number two with Hyde, Poyer, Rapp, and Hamlin. And I would not, uh, if you wanted to flip those two and you wanted to have Buffalo number one and the Saints number two, again, that's, that, that, that is a fair opinion to have. I know a lot of other people would put the Bills group number one. I like Marcus May a lot. I'm a little biased toward Marcus May. I think Tyron Matthew still is a pretty good player at the safety position. I like Abram. They've got a pretty good group, and I think they're comparable. Hyde and Poyer is a really nice group at the top, um, but I think May and, and Ty, Tyron Matthew is also a pretty good group at the top. So if you wanted to flip those two, that's fine, um, but I think it needs to be one, two, 
those two teams in some order, whether it's Saints-Bills, whether it is Bills-Saints for me. So that needed to be the top two teams. And I think where I already start to maybe diverge from where other people feel about this list, I have the Baltimore Ravens at number three with Williams and Hamilton. I thought Kyle Hamilton struggled to start the year, but as the season went on, I thought he got more comfortable. I thought he got better. Um, Marcus Williams, you know what you're getting with him. He is one of those true top-end safeties that I was talking about at the beginning of the show. So I have the Baltimore Ravens uh, sitting at number three. The Seattle Seahawks at number four. Diggs, Adams, Love. It's a solid group with some depth. Um, Jamal Adams, the question mark is, is his health. Can he stay healthy? Can he be on the field enough for him to be the impact player that we know he can be, that he's been in New York, that he was in Seattle, right? He's been at both of these stops and has shown how good of a player he is. Just health is a big question mark for him. And welcome to not being in the bottom of the group. I know they've probably been higher with like running back or something, but it's just a round of applause for the Tennessee Titans who find themselves in the top five. Once again, it is few and far between. So we should probably celebrate that here on the show uh, when, when it, when we have these types of opportunities, the Tennessee Titans, Kevin Byard, Hooker, Thompson, uh, that group rounds out the top five. Rounding out the top 10, we go to the Denver Broncos, Simmons, Jackson, the two players there that kind of do the heavy lifting. We got the Atlanta Falcons at number seven, adding Jesse Bates. They've got Grant uh, Helms in there as well. It's a decent group. Jesse Bates, obviously the big addition, one of their big additions to their defense this offseason. And I think he's going to be able to thrive down there in Atlanta. And I can't wait to see him play uh, for the Falcons in 2023. The Pittsburgh Steelers at number eight, Minka Fitzpatrick, KZ, Neal. It's a deep group. It's got some depth, got some pieces that you can run through. So they're at number eight. Got the Dallas Cowboys at nine, Wilson, Curse, Hooker uh, for them at number Number nine, and then and rounding out the top 10 uh, would be the Carolina Panthers. Chin, Bell, Woods, and Rowe uh, inside the top 10. So I will open it up. If there's anything egregious in the top 10 that everybody wants to uh, maybe have a conversation about, Sam appears very happy uh, that I have the Pittsburgh Steelers in the top 10. Yeah, felt like Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, too good to not have him carry the weight to, to have this team in the top 10. But also, it's got a pretty deep group. Uh, in comparison to some other teams. And so I wanted to reward that accordingly. And so I had them in the top 10 uh, at number eight. Again, I I know that there's going to be some disagreement about what I did at the top with the Saints and the Bills. But again, I think you could flip those two teams on your personal list um, and, you, and you would have them, you know, Bills one, Saints two. Did I say Detroit? I do not have Detroit in the top 10. Um, I have Detroit. I have Detroit um, lower than I want to but higher than I think other people do. And so we'll get to Detroit in a second. And I would love, I I, I want to make it very clear. I would love to move Detroit up. I just don't know if we can based on some of the parameters that I have set um, for the, the list. Heldy says, sorry, I had to do work things. Can you quickly restate the top 10? Pretty please. Because you said pretty please. Absolutely. We've got the Saints one, the Bills two, the Ravens three, the Seahawks four, the Titans five, the Broncos six, the Falcons seven, the Steelers eight, the Cowboys nine, and the Panthers 10. Um, and I, 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 again, I already see the disagreement about where I have the saints. I understand. I understand, but it's a personal preference thing for me. And so I'm not really going to change, um, the list because again, I think if I were to make a change, it would be flipping the saints and bills at one and two. And I feel like they're close enough to where I can allow personal preference uh, to be the tiebreaker. But Sam Detroit is one of the teams that I would love to have a conversation about because I want to move them up. I just don't know if we're going to be able to, when you consider some of the other tiers that we have and some of the other reasoning that we have for teams in front, I have Detroit pretty low, um, in comparison, and I'd like to move them up. But I don't know um, if we're going to be able to to do that. So we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there because we have to we have to obviously talk about them first um, before we dive into making any changes uh, to where they are on the list. 
uh, anything that we'd like to discuss inside the top 10 outside of the Saints and the Bills. I know there's some conversation there as well. I thought maybe Baltimore being where I had them would generate some buzz. Um, having Dallas maybe a little bit lower than some people think at nine um, might have generated some conversation. But Bailey says, I am interested to see where you put the Bears. I have no idea where you will have them, uh, unlike other positions. I think I I am incredibly fair with my ranking for the Bears. You, Bailey, you're my Bears guy, so I will I will hear an argument if we want to move them. But I feel like I was incredibly fair to your Chicago Bears safety group and factored in how much I love the players that they have in that room. Okay? That, that's all I'll say. So if there's no immediate disagreements with the top 10, and again, we're not going to lock it in, but if there's no immediate disagreements with the top 10, we'll go through the next five, and then we'll have, you know, we can go chunk by chunk, and then we'll go back. So at number 11, I have the New England Patriots. Duggar, Phillips, Peppers. I think this is... Um, I think this is a group that has a lot of depth, and I think that's what carries the weight here. And Duggar's a pretty good player, and so uh, he is at number 11. Jamie says, Chris, which team did you feel you were incredibly unfair with? <sighs> I think there was a team that I felt like I was I maybe punished too much, um, and it would be San Francisco. San Francisco is the team I felt like I punished too much, and so we'll see after I reveal where they're at if people feel like I was unfair. But I felt unfair when doing their ranking. Um, based on where I put them. Uh, so a New England at 11, and I think it's important to share that the next three teams all have something in common. I think they all have number one safeties that we all really like. I think the depth is a question mark for all of uh, these teams that we're going to read. And then I think there is a question about the three players uh, that we have uh, that we're going to talk about. I have Arizona at 12. Obviously, Buda Baker is going to be the big key there. The question is, is he going to be there this season, right? That's the big question mark, but we're going to evaluate them based on what we have right now. Buda Baker, I think, is one of the best safeties in the league. Top 12 um, is what that generates for him because the depth behind Buda Baker isn't very good. At 13, I have the Miami Dolphins. I love Javon Holland, but I think he's a younger player that we still have a lot of questions about. And I think the group behind Javon Holland leaves some, leaves some question marks. And then at 14, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Derwin James, obviously the big player there, but the question mark is health. Can he stay on the field? Can he be healthy? And so I kind of grouped these three teams together. I think we've done this in the past. We did this with the edge group um, with some teams where we had teams that felt felt like they fit similar buckets. And so what we did was kind of group them and clump them together. And so that's what I did ahead of time here um, with the Cardinals, Dolphins, and Chargers because I kind of felt the same about all three teams and didn't necessarily know where to put them. So I kind of did the Jamie Eisner. I put them all together and then just slotted them in to a specific area. And then I have San Francisco at 15, Hofunga, Gibson. Uh, they have Jair Brown, but he's a rookie again, so he's a net neutral one looking at this group. And then to round out the top 16, to round out the top half, this is where I put the Chicago Bears with Jackson and Brisker, the two players that lead the way. I love Eddie Jackson. I think Jaquan Brisker is a younger player on the rise. I like this group. I think there's potential for them to end up being higher. Um, you know, if Jackson and Brisker continue to grow together, I think we're looking at them kind of uh, their floor being where I have New England with Duggar and Phillips and Peppers. Uh, but I think for right now, going into the season, 16 felt uh, pretty fair for me. So that's where I've got the top 16. Again, the big takeaways here in this tier, where I had San Francisco all the way down at 15. And then what I did with the Cardinals, Dolphins and Chargers 12 through 14, I think are the big takeaways and probably the big things that we may or may not disagree on that will force us to make some changes 
uh, down the road. Rounding out the top 20, I've got Houston at 17, a team that I love long-term, this safety position. They signed Jimmy Ward. I don't have questions about a new player in a new place because of the head coach and what role Jimmy Ward's going to be asked to play. It's going to be almost identical to the role that he played in San Francisco. Jalen Petrie had a pretty good rookie season. I think he's a younger player on the rise. It's a nice group to start from. So I've got Houston at 17. I've got Detroit at 18. And again, we already talked about them a little bit earlier in the program. I'd love to move them up. They've got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um, Kirby Joseph had a pretty good season last year. And they've got Brian Branch, who's one of my favorite players in the draft. But again, we're treating rookies as net neutrals for this for the sake of this argument and for the sake of this conversation. And so I can't put a lot of weight into how much I love Brian Branch because I'm treating him as a net neutral. So they have them. I have them at 18. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 19. Winfield Jr., Neal, and Turner. And then rounding out the top 20, we have the Washington Commanders uh, with Cameron Curl, Forrest, and Martin uh, rounding out that group. So those are the top 20 teams so far. Uh, is there any team that is egregiously um, overranked or underranked that we want to completely sidebar and have a conversation with now? Or shall we proceed and reading out the rest of uh, the top 32 and then we can go back and have a conversation later? I mean, there has not been a major uproar so far, so I feel feel like I've done at least somewhat okay uh, so far here uh, in this group. Sam says, feels like Tampa Bay should move up. Winfield is very good. Yeah, um, I think we could we could have a conversation. I'll put a star next to Tampa Bay. Uh, we're also going to put a star next to Detroit as two teams that we would like to move up. I feel like Reed Blankenship should push Eagles top three. Heldy, don't start because you're not going to like where I have the Eagles. Uh, Nick Dayton says, with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Kirby as the duo, could you slide them another, um, the three teams with solo stars? So, Nick, you're saying let's let's slide Detroit into that tier where we have the Cardinals, the Dolphins, and the Chargers, kind of in that tier. We would put them in front of San Francisco at that point. Um, that would kind of be what we would do. Tampa, we'd like to move up as well. Do we want to move Tampa? You know, we can we can maybe we can maybe start by moving. We can maybe start by moving Detroit and Tampa in front of San Francisco and move San Francisco down to the 16 slot, and then we can debate from there if we want to move Tampa Bay up even further. Um, that might be a fair question mark. Uh, Sam asks a fair question of, but is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson a true safety or just a nickel corner? It's a great question of how they're going to deploy um, him for them this season, and that's a big question mark. I think for right now, we'll classify him as a safety for the sake of this conversation, but I, I do think it is a, a fair question and maybe we use that as something that stops us from arbitrarily putting them too high uh, because we don't know. Because if we if Chauncey Gardner-Johnson does play nickel corner and then we're looking at it being Joseph and Branch, then you, the rookie side of things come into play. We're treating them as a net neutral. That would move them down a little bit. So maybe we want to split the difference there. Um, and that's why I kind of feel like 18 felt pretty good um, originally. But we can have a conversation about moving them uh, up a little bit. Now, Tampa, who do we? how far do we want to move them up? Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson wasn't counted in the, as the cornerback list, so he should be here. That's that that's that's true. Uh, Branch is also a nickel corner. We'll see how they use Brian Branch, Janelle. We'll see. We'll see. I know there are some people that thought coming out that he would have to play corner, um, but I don't know until we see where they play him, where they deploy him. This is the group. This is how I want to classify him. Because again, if we if we move those guys around, then we got to go back and fix our corner rankings list. And so w there wasn't a big uproar when we did that list to put Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Brian Branch over there. There wasn't a big uproar. And so I think we, we should put 
those guys over here and have this conversation. And then as the season progresses, again, we're not locking ourselves in. This is our preseason rankings. And then at the end of the season, we're going to go back and look. And if Brian Branch doesn't play safety or Chauncey Gardner-Johnson only plays um, nickel corner, then okay, we'll make the adjustment when doing the list next year. Um, that's the important thing to have. I think Tampa should be 15. I can I can get on board with that, Sam. I think I can get on board with that. So we'll move Tampa up to 15. We'll move San Francisco down one slot. And then we can go from there. So, all right, we, we made one movement. Um, I think we're going to leave Detroit where I have them. Actually, move them down a spot now to 19. I think we're going to leave them where I have them for the moment. Let's read uh, the rest of the list, the last 12, and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, we've got Cleveland at 21. We've got Jacksonville at 22. We've got Minnesota at 23. We have the Jets at 24. The Giants at 25. The Chiefs at 26. The Packers at 27, the Bengals at 28, the Raiders at 29, the Colts 30, the Eagles 31, the Rams 32. And I will tell you, from 26 down to 32, whatever you guys want to do, we will make any changes. I don't feel comfortable one way or another with those groups that I have ranked 26 through 32. In fact, I made about three changes in the 15 minutes lead up to the start of the show when I pressed go live inside this group. I mean, I, I had the Colts down at 31. I had I had the Eagles up higher. I had the Packers down low. I mean, I was moving the teams in this tier around. I had the Raiders in the 31st slot at one point. Like, I was moving teams around all over the place. So 26, I think the Chiefs down, Chiefs, Packers, Bengals, Raiders, Colts, Eagles. Um, I think you could do whatever you want with. The Rams are definitely 32. And I'm going to lock them in just for just for. Just to make it easy on ourselves. The Rams are 32. The Rams are not very good, I think, is what we're learning here by doing this. The Rams are not a very good football team, and it's going to be a rough year for them uh, in 2023. Uh, but anything out like 26 through 31, whatever you guys want, we can have those debates. Um, and, and since I know we've reached that point of the program where I need to do this, let me zoom in here now that the list has been finalized. A quick run through the first time. I will go to this screen where we go to the full screen. And I show you guys what we've got. All right, here we go. Can you guys see this? Or do I need to zoom in a little a little more? I can zoom in a little more. Is that better? I think this is probably better. So, okay, safety rankings 2023. We have now gone to the full screen where you guys can see the Google Doc where we're working uh, on this from. We've locked in one team so far. We've locked in the Rams all the way down here at 32. Um, anything in the top 10 outside of the Saints and the Bills, the disagreement that we have there, that people want to have a conversation about? Or can we lock in that group and move on? Because if we can lock in that group, it's going to move us a lot closer to where the debates are really going to have. Bailey says lock it in. We have one vote to lock it in. I don't want to just go with the first vote that we have. I want to see if there's a major. Nick says looks good. All right, we're kind of trending in a decent, a decent direction here. I'm good with it. All right, we've got three votes to lock in the top 10. Feels pretty good. Um, it feel, feels like we got the right 10 teams in there. So, all right, now we got to look at this next group. We already moved Tampa, and I, and I think this, we, we may move Tampa a little bit more, but I, I think this is this is fine. Colton says, no, I'm, I'm a bit late. What are we voting on? Colton, well, first of all, welcome in. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday. Second of all, we're doing our safety positional rankings for 2023. Ranking all 32 safety rooms in the National Football League. And we have locked in the top 10 safety rooms. So as you can see here, the bold and italicized means we've locked these teams in. The, the, the non-bold, non-italicized means we're still, we're still hashing it out. We're still debating. So I like 
down to 14, truly. I think this group has a lot of depth, and I want to reward that. I've made my case of why I have these three teams where the way I have them and why they're they're clumped together. I like a I like down to 14. Now that's just me, and of course I like it because it's my list. I'm I I understand that. It's tough because each team from 11 to 16 has one superstar. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Hufunga's a superstar. Winfield's a superstar. James, Holland, Baker. Like, yeah, I would agree 100%. Colton brings up a very good point. Says that we could, we do, we do need to, we, do we put this guy here? Because he's probably going to play there. We did this when we, when we did the corner, when we did the edge stuff. I don't know where I don't know where Simmons is going to play. So it makes this impossible. I let I, this is where this is where I'll let you guys kind of Simmons is playing DB. I mean, hell, that could be safety. That could be corner. We didn't put him in the corner conversation. So right, we moved him out of the linebacker list, but we didn't put him in another spot. We didn't put him in corner, and I don't think he's going to play corner. He's more of a safety if you're going to play if you're going to have him play DB. So I think he's got to go in this group. And I think if he goes in this group, then then I think I don't know if it moves them up any any anymore. It might. No, Colton, I agree. I agree. If he's not, if we if we are agree, if we agree as a group that we move Simmons out of the linebacker tier because all of the reports said he's working with the DBs and he's going to play DB, and we didn't put him in the corner conversation, which we didn't because I don't think he's going to play corner then he has to go in this group. Now, if we want to say, eh, we're not really sure what role he's going to have, we're not really sure what it's going to look like, and we don't want to put too much weight on it, that's fine, but I think he still needs to go in this group. Uh, uh, I mean, if Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is counted as a safety, Simmons would be as well. Yeah, and I think this is, I think that's fair. Um, and, and these subtle nuances about this, I think we can refine for when we do the list next year. This is a learning process for me as well. But I think I think right now we could put Simmons here, but I don't know if it, if it changes anything. Do, do, are you really going to tell me that you would take Baker and Simmons over Duggar and Phillips? Are you really going to take the Cardinals over the Patriots? Like, I, I don't know if Simmons is... It, I don't know if we can move the Cardinals very much. Like, I, I think, great, we'll classify Simmons as a safety, but I don't think it changes anything. I think it probably solidifies the Cardinals spot here in front of, like, the Chargers and the Dolphins. But I think they just stay where they're at. So I think we just I think we're gonna do this. I think we feel really good about doing this, locking down to 12. And then I think we decide do we want to put the Chargers or do we want to put the Dolphins? Do we want to maybe do a flip? Again, we should put Simmons down, but again, I don't think it changes a whole lot. So we'll, we'll leave them at 12. I love Derwin James. It pains me to have the Chargers this low because of how much I love Derwin James. But I don't know. If I can, if I can make a, if I can make a flip here, I think I just got to leave this. Bailey says every team down to twenty feels like they are in the right area. Might move a few teams a couple spots, but nothing major again. I I will say it really feels like after I would say eighteen, you could do whatever you want down here. Like. I, I think you could you could really truly do whatever you want after 18. It's one spot I think down to the commanders are all in the right area. All right, so we'll lock in down to 19. 
And again, I think ultimately we feel pretty good about what we did here from 16 to 11 because they all have one guy that's really, really good. Bifunga, Winfield, James, Holland, Baker, and Duggar. So I feel really good about putting these teams in this kind of tier. And the thing that puts the Patriots in front is their depth. The Cardinals, we think their depth's a little bit better now that we put Simmons in that group. And then we have this group, you know, falling in line behind them the way that we have it. And then I think you've got a nice tier here, 17 through 19, where you've got two really nice options with one high upside piece, right? Eddie Jackson and Brisker, Ward and Petrie, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Kirby Joseph, right? I think that's what we like about this next tier. So I think down to down to 20, we feel really, really good. So now we're into 20 through 31. The next couple teams up, Commanders, Browns, Jags, Vikings, Jets. Is there anything in there that people feel strongly about? You know, Cleveland, this is probably one of their weaker groups defensively. Same thing with Jacksonville. And I don't know if there's anything major that we need to do here. But I, I will hear any arguments. I'm leaving it up to you guys. You know, obviously, if you guys don't say anything, I'll keep the list the way that I have it because I like my list. But if there's anything, if there's any any team that we really want to have a conversation about, I like Cisco and Jacksonville. Yeah, okay. I, I like Cisco too. Derek Forrest, depth or starter on the commanders. Now, this is where I'd love to have resident commanders expert Ryan Fowler here for us. To be able to answer that question. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out in Washington. Sam, I, I like Cisco and Jacksonville. All right. We, we, we've we locked down to 19. So the highest we can put them is 22. And there there's and he's, you've also made a motion to give Harrison Smith some love. The next five teams should be those teams in whatever order. Commanders, Browns, Jags, Vikings, Jets. Do we want? Okay. Okay. I will ask the group this. Do we want, and I don't, I, I'm not a big legacy guy, and I, and I don't want this to be this case, but do we want to move Harrison Smith and the Minnesota Vikings up because it's Harrison Smith? Lucene's not a bad player either. I think you, I think you could argue that Smith and Seen, hold on, hold on. How far off is Smith and Seen from what we did up here? How, legitimate question for the group. How far off is Smith and Seen from the logic that we used to put teams 17 through 19. I know Lewis Seen hasn't played, but he's a nice player. And if maybe, so if if you, Sam, I'm, I'm, the, 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 if anything, the Jets are moving downwards. This group's not very good. Keep Smith and Seen lower than the Browns. My guy Dylan says the Jets should be higher than the Vikings. I can't do it, Dylan. You know how I feel about the safety group. I can't do it. I can't move them up. This feels like exactly where they need to be. Jordan Whitehead was not very good last year. Amos is a nice player to fill in for Chuck Clark, who's now hurt. But he's 30 years old. I like Adrian Amos. I think he's going to be a good player for the Jets, but, and Adams and Davis are not, they're just okay depth pieces. I can't, I can't move the Jets up. I can't. I mean, we can, 
and I'm okay with us debating. I think when when we're at the top of the list, I think debating moving teams around like one or two spots is 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 can get a little too crazy. I think down here I'm okay with us really trying to refine the list. So there's been a motion to move Minnesota up, but it appears to have been pushed back a little bit. And so that kind of makes me feel like we should just keep the Vikings where we have them. If we're on, if we have people that say they should move up, and there are other people that say they should stay where right where they're at, maybe move them up one spot. I know there's some there's some Jacksonville love. How far down do we want to push Washington though? I feel like I feel like I'm super low on Washington having them at 20, and we got people that want to move Cleveland up, that want to move Minnesota up. Locking down to many, I think I like the Jets next, but you don't like the group. I don't I don't like the Jets group, no. I thought Jordan Whitehead wasn't very good last year. I, I'm gonna lock this in. I really am. We're gonna lock in down to down to the Jets. Actually, we're gonna lock in the Jets. Because I think I think the Jets I think I think I don't want to punish Jordan Whitehead too much for how bad he was last year. And I think he he is talented enough to have a bounce back season. And Amos is a decent veteran option. So I don't want to punish them too much. But they could go lower. Just based on play last year. And now we get into the group. Literally the group that I said earlier. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want with this group. Bailey, you and me both. Brother, you and me both. Bailey says, okay, good luck with this next group. I have no idea what to do with any of those. I don't either. Like, I, I, what, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with this crew? I don't love having, I, like, I don't love having Indy at thirty. Where do I put the Battle Hawks? It's a great question, Jamie. I don't have an answer for you. Like, I, I kind of want to move. Like, to be honest with you, I. And again, we we physically can't move this group up. I want to move this group up. I like Dax Hill. I think Jordan Battle was a good draft pick and is going to be a pretty good player for them. But net neutral for a rookie, Dax Hill is moving around. Like, I just... For me, it's really, really tough. It's really, really tough. Packers and Bengals flip. No, I can't. I can't. I know there's a lot of Packers fans in the, in the chat that, that are upset. And there's a there's a Raiders fan who would like me to make a change to, to the group that I have here. And I'll add to the group. I just put three names down. It's okay. I'll, I'll add to the group. I'll put Christopher Smith now. Bailey, from following NFC North people, this group concerns Packers fans. That's all I know. Justin Reed and Brian Cook are a better duo than given credit. Nick Dayton, as a Packers fan, the safety should be lower. I mean, we could do this. We could put them, like, here. Put them behind Cincinnati and the Raiders. But, like, th- this group's a major projection. And that's the problem I have with moving them outside of, like, the bottom third. Rodney Thomas went to Yale and was good last year. Cultured arbitrary move up four spots. Hell, this isn't like a board game where you can have like you can just like play a card and like my team moves up three spots. Like we're not not playing Candyland here. 
We're not playing the game of life where you where you spin the thing and it never stays on. It always pops off and then you gotta respin. We're not doing that. We're trying to rank safeties here. Yeah, it's not we're not playing Monopoly, Heldy. That's a good post show conversation. Top five board games. File that one away, chat. You've activated my trap card. Shoots and ladders, safety. That feels like what we're doing, though. Like, honestly, like, we're just moving this group 25 through 31. We're just moving them up and down. Like, we're just moving teams up and down the board. Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. I know Packers fans want me to put them, like, at, like, the bottom of the list. But I feel like we're fine here at 29. Like, I feel like we're fine. I like how Heldy is arguing for other teams, and it's just completely okay with where I have the Philadelphia Eagles. This team's a projection. I, this group is fine. This group is not very good. This group's not very good. Like, th- these are just not very good groups. And so, like, I don't want to, I don't want to just, I kind of want to just lock this in because, like, I don't know. I don't feel great about anything. And, and if we move the team around, I wouldn't feel great about it either. Like, if we move the Bengals down two spots, the team that we would move up, I would feel is too high at 27. And so I feel okay betting on a projection at 27 a little bit more. Even though I know we're not doing that, I feel a little bit okay saying that that's the tiebreaker when we're down here at the bottom third of the list. I'm locking it in. And I'm going to read the list one more time here for everybody. Saints 1, Bills 2, Ravens 3, Seahawks 4, Titans 5, Broncos 6, Falcons 7, Steelers 8, Cowboys 9, Panthers 10, Patriots 11, Cardinals 12, Dolphins 13, Chargers 14, Bucks 15, 49ers 16, Bears 17, Texans 18, Lions 19, Commanders 20, Browns 21, Jags 22, Vikings 23, uh, Jets 24, Giants 25, Chiefs 26, Bengals 27, Raiders 28, Packers 29, Colts 30, Eagles 31, and the Rams 32. Colton says, I feel like with moving teams up and down at this point, you were just arguing with personal bias. I I think so at this juncture. That's why it's so fun when we get to this point of the lists, because that's really what we're arguing. Where would the Jets be with Chuck Clark and not Amos? They would be much higher. They would probably be in this tier with Chicago, Houston, and Detroit. I think I, I think with Whitehead and Clark, I could get them in front of Minnesota, Jacksonville, the Browns, and the Commanders at, at, at worst. I think I could get them to 20. And I think you could have a debate about how you feel about, you know, Chuck Clark and Jordan Whitehead in comparison to these three teams. Chris, what if the Eagles had prime and Reed? Well, you know, that changes everything, Heldy. I appreciate the question. Folks, can we just talk about real quick? how bad the Los Angeles Rams are going to be this year. Like, they're just not going to be very good. They are at the bottom of every list we do. Like, the easiest thing for me to do is to put them in the bottom and then just work upwards. Like, it's just, it's just, it's not a, it's not a good team. I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're going to do it. I really don't. I don't know what it's going to look like. But that is it. The safety list is in the books. One through 32, we've got just a couple more of these. We've got coaches, so we're going to look at head coaches, offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinators. And I got, I'm just going to, I'm going to pre-warn everybody now. The list is going to feel weird 
Because if you're a first-time head coach and you've got inexperienced coordinators, you're going to be pretty low on the list. I'm just letting everybody know right now. If you're an established coaching staff with an established set of coordinators and you've you've had a run of consistency and you've been pretty good, that's going to put you higher up on the list. Just I'm just letting everybody know ahead of time right now what that list is going to look like when we do it on Wednesday. But that is going to do it for us here on the podcast edition of the show. Appreciate it. With a rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share the show, let people know where you're listening to it, how you're listening to it, if you're enjoying the show. Uh, Sharing the show helps us out a ton here as we continue to grow before the start of the football seasons here in just a couple of months. You can also watch the show on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us on the Draft Network YouTube channel. You get the pre-show, you get the post-show, you get the recording of the show, you get to be a part of the show as well. So check us out over there as well. Like I said, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can catch the VODs on demand at any time on the Draft Network YouTube channel. And we are available on YouTube Music. So if you listen to the music or podcast over there, you can just look up TDN Daily and you can listen to the podcast there. Uh, and you get the video version of the show as well. So you get the entire uncut raw version of the show, pre-post show included over there as well. So check that out if you are interested. But that is going to do it for us here on this edition of the show. Appreciate everybody hanging out here. I uh, hope everybody has a great rest of their Monday. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow.